Hi, and welcome to Cardition It, the podcast about all things Kardashian. I'm Trisha McAlpin. I'm Marcy Jaro. And we don't have a Jess today. Yeah, we miss her. She's sick. She's sick. She has a sore throat. <laughs> we just had a silence. We, Moment of silence for Jess's yeah, throat. Yeah, we got so sad. Um, but Trish, why don't you, you want to intro our guest? We have a special guest today. We and a, we've never done this before. Yeah, this is weird. It feels weird. Um, we have a special guest. He is my husband. <laughs> I thought you were going to actually give credits. Oh, he's my <laughs> husband. I can only say he's my husband. I just keep saying it. <laughs> His name is Eugene Cordero. He is an actor. He's a comedian. He's an improviser. He's the best dad in the world. He was in King Kong, Skull Island. He was in Veep. He's in Bajillion Dollar Properties. <laughs> the list goes on and on. Check his IMDb. I don't have time. Uh, also, he has a podcast. Oh, yeah. If you're into health and fitness or not at all, and you should be, you should listen to The Dumbbells. Yes. And Marcy's episode of The Dumbbells is actually one of my favorites in all sincerity. Oh, thank you. I like, I, it's fun to listen to. I like when the bros get too bro-y. And then you're just talking about how much John Gaber shits or whatever. <laughs> That's actually my least favorite. <laughs> the shitting, just kidding. Well, hi, Eugene. Hi. <laughs> He's looking at wood samples right now. We try to, He's yeah. He's very interested in everything that we're going to talk about. <laughs> I am. I am interested-ish. I watch it, I watch it along with Trish. Um, I like that my main um, uh, plug right now or my main... A credit is that I'm a dad. You're you're being treated like a woman. <laughs> um, that's not bad nowadays. Yeah. Can you? Yeah. Can you have it all? Can I have it all? Yeah. Can you balance being a dad? And <laughs> she's work? looking. She's grilling you right now. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just asking you questions I ask actresses on TV shows. Yeah. <laughs> Can I handle it all? It's hard. Oh, I love you. And I focus on the dad stuff first. Yeah. Now, so. I don't know, because it's more fun and it's more real. I, I know like you, an acting job can come and go, and then but like my son's still going to grow up. So oh, I love that perfect answer. I mean, <laughs> no offense to my parents, but you got and you guys are six months in, but you guys are better parents than most I've ever met. So <laughs> very kind. Oh, um, and I'm also looking at wood samples. <laughs> yeah. Let me see what samples you got. What's that? A uh, this is a um, a wire brushed wide plane. <laughs> Piece of wood. I know. I call um, uh, Eugene the Courtney. <laughs> um, yeah. He's a real Courtney. I don't like that. He's really focused on parenting and he wants to be an architectural digest. I, I yeah. think you are a Courtney. <laughs> what it, but uh, is Courtney good or bad? She eats healthy. She's really good. I like Courtney a lot. I think she's, she's yeah. great. Oh, and she's kind of like, it's hard to read her. I think Eugene's a little bit like that. Yeah. Yeah. Is she the one that um, buys all of those cars? For the kids? Yes. We were watching, Eugene coincidentally watched this week's episode with me from start to finish, which is great. Um, But I, we pointed, I pointed out in her workout basketball court or whatever it is, all those little toy cars. Yeah. Yeah. They're covered in cars. So you, and that would be you, right? You. Oh man. If I could get Quincy like a bunch, well, no, I'd want him to have one that he just really appreciates and loves. I think she has a lot because she knows that all the kids come over. So there's, it's not just like her three kids that she has to cover. She needs to cover North and Saint and Dream. So she, she, you know, she's, I think she's got her eye on the bigger picture. But yeah, maybe Mason has five to seven cars. Yeah. All luxury. Yeah. It's like a a jimboree. Like it's like a, it's like a Chuck E. Cheese at that house. Yeah. 
which very I think organized, is a little, serene Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Quiet. Yeah. Which I think is a lot. Do you think there's a room that we don't see that's just like bedlam all the time that the nannies are in? Oh, yeah. Anytime that you just hear, uh, there was an, uh, a scene this week where you just hear children screaming and Kim's <laughs> trying to collect her thoughts. <laughs> uh, let's see. Catch up. How's everybody? What'd you guys do? Um, we took an infant CPR class last night. Oh, we I did. saw that scary yeah. Instagram of that it was, dummy. You know, we were told to not take it until uh, Quincy was already born so that we don't forget it or it's not like amongst everything else that we would learn. Uh, but there were certain things that we wanted, we wish we knew this whole six months. Yeah. Just in case. Like how to save him? Yeah. yeah. They, we should have taken it before he was born. Yeah. Because we, th- I thought, Maybe not we. I shouldn't talk for both of us. Um, I thought that it was like mainly about doing um, like choking and all that kind of stuff. Mainly like more of like infant safety than really CPR. Like I, for some reason, I, I figured after you leave the hospital for those first couple of months that that baby's good. That baby's okay, and you would take he or she straight to the hospital if anything, because even if anything remotely was weird with him, we were like, should we go to the pediatrician now? Should we go to the thing now? So like, I feel like because we hawk over him, that was the same mentality, but yeah, it scared me to the point where I wish we did it earlier. Well, I, it's probably good that you did it. I mean, it's good that you did it anyway, but nothing happened. You didn't need it earlier. Yeah, totally. And Thank also me. you might've been freaked out if you'd done it. You're like, right. Week two. It was terrifying. There was a lot. I of, almost cried. Yeah. What was the scariest thing? Just like she was like, here are all the ways your child could die. And like she was very serious about it. And yeah. then even just like practicing on the little dummy kid was terrifying because you're just picturing your kid right. needing CPR. And I think it was more freaky for us because we could actually picture our kid because our kids Because you know here. what he does. Yeah. yeah. Like all the, it was all pregnant people and then us. And Which we the understand them being. were like, oh, this is fun. We're goofing around. And we were like, you don't understand. Yeah. Some of them were scared towards the end of it. Yeah. Of like, how do you know this or how do you know that? And we were like, well, we'll figure that part out. Uh, I forget now because I know it changed after I took my, after I got certified because I've been certified in like a decade. Uh, but now do you just do... The breaths or compressions? 30 compressions. 30 compressions. And then two breaths. Two breaths. If you don't want to do the breaths, you can just do the compressions. Keep, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, I, I couldn't remember if it was like, you can just do, but you can just do the compressions if you yeah. don't want to do the breaths. 32. Yeah. And I was like, 32, that's like Michael Jordan. And then Eugene was like, nope, 23. That's 23. Yeah. <laughs> so I was it's like, 20. backwards Michael Jordan. Okay. Yeah. It's just like what I, well, if it works for you that you Magic think that's. Magic Johnson. <laughs> is, it, is Magic Johnson 32? Mm-hmm. I mean, as long as you, if, if it works for you, it yeah. doesn't matter if it's yeah. correct. But it was. It is true is that, that it's Mandela effect. 30, thirty plus thirty, and then two. Mm-hmm. But three plus two is five, and you're doing it five times before you call nine one one. See, we might have saved some lives. I hope by just so. saying this. Yeah, it's uh, tough though. It's scary to be in there and you know think about that I, aspect of. Well, my mom is a catastrophist a little bit. Like she thinks worst case scenario a lot, and kind of I grew up in that environment. So I kind of have that, but I, I also have this sort of everything always ends up fine, even sure. even in, in things where, where it's bad. Like the end result, even if someone dies, is you're still fine. Like whatever, it happened in it. I don't know, I have like this weird thing where I'm like, when, when people die, I'm like, oh, well, everything's good now because they can't die again, uh, which is a weird way. But like, I, I also experience a, a lot of death in my family, like in a short gap. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Uh, 
so with the catastrophe thing uh, and being a babysitter, my I want to tell parents all the worst things that can happen because I babysat for so many newborns sure. and like so many different kids, and I'm like, that stop it, and I have to stop myself because. But like so many times I'm, I've been around people with kids and I'm like, yeah, 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 I get it. You, these are your kids. I've also, I've been around a lot of them and mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of ways kids end up in the hospital and I'm like, okay. Cause everyone's more chill than me. I think. Yeah. It's no, interesting. I mean, I appreciate when our babysitter will be like, Hey, try this. Yeah. As long as it's not like, you don't know what you're doing. I just remember once I was babysitting and a, the, a dad and a, a toddler were playing a game where she ran and hit the window really hard of their, in their, I think they were on the 23rd floor in New York city. Jeez. Uh, and it was like floor to ceiling windows. And I was like, Ooh, actually, you know, I just read an article about a child falling out one of those windows. So, yeah. because they're not always, and I was like, I hate to do this, but this game you're playing is not fun. No, I'm sure they appreciated that. Cause I don't, you don't realize it. You're just like lost in parent fog. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I love telling people how to live their lives. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we did do that. That was fun. That was a highlight. And then we drank, I drank one and a half glasses of red wine afterwards while the babysitter was still here. Oh, that's fun. I watched Wonder Woman. Mm. Oh, how was it? It was so good. I Yay. hear it's great. So good. If you, I would say everyone should go see it. Um, it truly is one of those things where anybody would like it, I think. Uh, but don't drink any liquid. Because it's two and two, almost two and a half hours long. Wow! It's two hours and twenty one minutes. That's long. It's That's too sticking long. to the uh, you know comic book movie. Uh, all ask, of them are so long. Do you like comic book movies normally, or was this like I like have liked a few? Like I, I like I don't dislike them, but like I, it's been a, like I think when Tobey Maguire was Spider Man was the last time I was interested. Mm, interesting. interesting. Uh, and then I've watched a few X Men. Uh, and this one, this one I think was better because the storyline was simple. It was mm-hmm. her backstory is not overly complicated. Sure, she's an Amazon woman. Yeah, she was. Uh, don't want to spoil it, but yeah, she's fr- from this like I don't, like island of like only women, and then like comes to our world, right. sort of. Uh, although her world exists in our world, but uh, and then she like helps fight in World War One. Uh, but it's just not overly complicated. It, you just get to see her experience all of it. And it was really good. I think it was like simple storytelling. That sounds good. Sometimes those kind of movies are too much smashing for me. Uh, there was enough smashing because a lot of dudes in the audience were like, whoa, I could like hear them grunting and like, whoa, damn, during the fight sequences. <laughs> There's a lot of guys who grunt during movies. <laughs> it's so funny because there was a lot of women there, more so than probably normal for superhero, at least like groups of women. Sure. Uh, and then a like groups of dudes too who were like, damn, oh shit. Uh, and that was really fun to see that they weren't just being like, mm, I don't know, I could throw a tank. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Those are the same guys who, because uh, there were, guys were up in arms about there being women only screenings of that movie. I understand why though now, like after watching it, there were so many moments where I was like, I'm going to cry because it really like touches on a lot of modern feminism stuff yeah. about like how no one sort of like, this Wait, woman you can, think it makes sense that there were? Yeah, why? There, I agree. I think there should have been. It was so. It was sort of emotional, like to be like, "This is so awesome to see this character that I've never seen represented before. I've never seen her be the like person who's taking care of every like." Right. So it was really nice to see the and, hero, like the true hero in a movie, and like really strong and like not in a way that was. It didn't seem like crazy fake. It was just like that. So it was like a feminine strength to it, 
even when she was fighting. I like that. Yeah, it wasn't like, like someone said, I'm so glad that she didn't kick anyone in the balls. Ah. Spoiler, she Spoiler. doesn't. Spoiler. She doesn't. If you're hoping she smacks someone in the balls, she doesn't. Well, she fights good. fair. Oh, I'm excited. I think what you've just said has made me, um, like I was going to see it anyway, but I wasn't like pumped because that's just not my genre. Like I'm so happy that it did well, but I wasn't like, oh, I want to see a comic book. Right. Movie. But what you're saying is inspiring me to see I got it. like chills consistently through it. Oh, we should see it in the theaters. Okay. Mommy and me screening or afternoon screening. Oh, yeah. And it's very clean too. It's like not... The movie theater you saw it in? Yeah, Arc No Light. rats. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, not no rats. Uh, <laughs> some rats. Uh, no, but like if you could take like a little kid there, I think you could take like a seven-year-old or, yeah. or five-year-old even because it's not scary. Because, I mean, World War One's not even a scary war. <laughs> yeah, they just talked it out, right? <laughs> uh, I, I were th- like, whoops. <laughs> I feel like I was like halfway through a movie where I was like, wait, what war is this? <laughs> Wasn't there like a guy got murdered and that's how it started? I sort of remember. Are you thinking that. of Franz Ferdinand? Somebody. That's a band, right? <laughs> it is a band, but it was a. It was a, he was shoot, not Turkish. Was he Turkish? I don't know. We know our history. I mean, <laughs> that's I, not what this. This is not a history podcast. No. Oh, it is. You didn't know? <laughs> no, I would. I will walk away right now if it is. <laughs> um, okay, so let's. We caught up. We did it. Or Trish, you didn't say anything. Oh, no, I mean, I talk to CPR. That's enough. I have no life. Okay. Well, we're going to jump into some news this week. Oh, actually, we have a correction. Trish, do you have an oh, email? Oh, yes. I have an email from Deanna. So if you don't remember last week, I guess we made a remark about Jamil caring too much about Rob going back to his Dancing with the Stars ways. Yeah, right? like we were like um, he kept referring to it as like his peak or whatever. Yeah, Rob's peak was when he was on Dancing with the Stars and we were like, okay. I mean, that's great that he did it but that we should aspire for more than... Yeah, and none of us, you know, I, I haven't watched Dancing with the Stars. I'm not really. old enough to. Me neither. Uh, I have, I, <laughs> no, you have to have grandchildren, I think, to care. <laughs> um, but uh, Sorry, Deanna. Sorry, Deanna. <laughs> very young, very gorgeous, uh, very cool mom and actress. Um, um, you know Deanna. Yeah. Deanna Russo. She's the best. Um, so she wrote us an email and she wrote, my loves, you threw some shade at DWTS last ep and I'm here to make a case for it. Season 13 was a memorable one. Chaz Bono, Nancy Grace. It was a big one. Rob made it all the way to the final two couples and was only beaten by a war veteran. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. It was the first time Rob ever did something he had autonomy over. For once he was... Rob the dance contestant instead of just Rob the brother of those hot sisters or Rob the son of that power couple. He was really proud of all that he accomplished and to get that far in the season requires some serious grit. Dance with the Stars is filled with hijinks, but the celebs are pushed to the extreme of vulnerability and authenticity. There's no hiding behind Frankenbites on that show. My favorite part is how revealing it is of a person's true character. Someone you wanted to hate watch suddenly becomes your hero or vice versa. I love redemption stories. When Rob was first presented on Dancing with the Stars, it seemed like a joke. They called him model slash reality star. I mean, no one <laughs> expected him to last past the final weeks, for the first couple weeks, excuse me. The fact that he lost weight was so secondary to him finding personal empowerment. I'm new to the keeping up with, keeping up with the Kardashians world. Kylie Cosmetics was my gateway. Don't ask. But I think that when they referenced the Dancing with the Stars Rob 
that it was about his headspace at the time. They want him to find his swagger again, hence the life coach. It's like an extreme weight loss or hoarders. I like how she talks to us in terms of reality shows. Like this is our language. (laughs) Um, It's never really about losing the weight or losing the stuff. In order for a person to become that obese or that cluttered, there's always a life trauma they never faced. I'm rooting for Rob. Keep on Kardashian it, my beauties. You guys crack my shit up and I'm hooked. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Wine glass emoji. What a delightful email. Wow, that was really great. Um, I did love that <laughs> he was only beaten by a war veteran. Yeah. <laughs> I think that guy didn't have a leg or something. Oh, yeah? If I remember. Do you watch Dancing with the Stars without no, me? No, I think, I think <laughs> that was just the... I remember uh, seeing the news article about that. I mean, he had an unfair advantage, though, even though he was minus a leg because he can he can handle pressure. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's a war veteran. Yeah, that's true. He's like, literally, I had my leg blown off, so <laughs> I am i don't care what score you give me. <laughs> yeah, I think it was a leg or an arm. I, wow. I think you're right, though, that it was maybe a leg. Yeah. Well, I like that email a lot because it I like completely like... I wasn't thinking about his mental state. Right, yeah. I was just thinking of like, let's, what is his life outside of the reality realm and let's care about that. But I guess there's not one, so we have to care about it. Yeah, that's it. It's like when Kendall was like, season one hair about her mom. (laughs) Like everything is in the like. For them, they were like little, they were teens. Yeah. Or younger. So, well, we stand corrected. We stand corrected. And I guess we'll watch Jamel's spinoff show. (laughs) I don't like that dude. No, he's the worst, right? Yeah. I, I don't... He wasn't in this last episode, really, though. No, he was in all. the previous one. I think you saw a little bit of that one. He's coming up next week. Yeah. What do you think of him? I just don't know if I like that vibe. It feels too TV show-ish to yeah. me. He's trying to get a spinoff, right? Yeah. But, I mean, not on E. He's going to get, like, a spinoff on, like... Like the T-O. learning or like Sonic or something. Is that a channel? Sonic or like pop or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Snap. I was thinking TLC, but you're right. TLC. Yeah. yeah. Something even lower, lower level like snap where we don't even know what it is. Yeah. You meant crackle? I don't know. Is that something? Crackle's a <laughs> snap crackle and pop. There is a pop and there's a crackle. Yeah. I think so. There probably is a snap. Isn't TV. Jerry Seinfeld's show on crackle? Oh, and he made like a billion dollars off with comedians. Oh, right. Yes. Comedians in cars with coffee. Is that something? See, see, see. (laughs) Uh, Well, we know TV. (laughs) It's not even TV anymore. So uh, also this week's news, we had Rob had a girlfriend that was quickly debunked to not be real. So uh, there were reports on, let's see if I can click this link. Um, there were reports that Rob was spotted around town with a hot new girlfriend. What's her name? Megan James. And she's from like the Bad Girls Club and I don't know what all kinds. She's she, another reality star? I, I guess we're going to call her a reality star, but it's she would be like in the reality star world, like a C-list reality star. C-list first reality stars even. Maybe D. Right. Yeah. Because I think even like Kardashian hanger owners who've only been in a couple episodes are definitely more popular than her. Like she makes Chepin look like a star. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So anyway, it was, so she was telling friends that she had been dating Rob for months and was giving everyone the impression they were dating. And then there were like articles about them dating that I assumed. Oh, that was interesting. I assumed Chris planted that. Definitely, right? You texted us that, right? Yeah, I was like, this is... I was like, I think I read that. And then I'm like, I read it on our text sheet. Right after rumors about Black China 
And Tyga maybe? Yeah, I think so. Or maybe not right after, but it felt like it was a ripple effect. Or even of, of last week's episode of Rob. Oh, no, no, wasn't, sorry. What I thought it was, was last week, we were talking about this, that Rob posted a throwback Thursday of China when she was a teenager. Oh, yeah, and it was like sweet. And it was like, I love my baby mama or right. whatever. And then you were like, oh, they're back together. And I was like, no, they are definitely not. He does that to try to get her back. And then days later, this article came out. So I was like, oh, that's Chris trying to like make it look like he has some pride. And then turned out, Rob was like, I don't know how I can be dating someone I've never met. Yeah. And he shut it down. Oh. So it definitely didn't come from him. It did, I think it still came from Chris. I'm not, I was going to say, like that doesn't rule out the fact that it could come from Chris. Why yeah. would she do that? To try to make him look less lame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So his socks sell. <laughs> or just to like, for, like, to like long game save his pride because she knows that he and Black China are not getting back together. They're, they're, we, we just, we should have done this earlier, but we found out today they're definitely not filming season two. <laughs> that makes me so sad. Oh, I thought we were just talking about that. I thought they were. In March, they... Stop filming. I like Robin China, the yeah, show. Yeah, but they I don't like, like each other. <laughs> Maybe I just like China and I want to see her life. Yeah. I, I'm interested in her now. But so he was like, I'm not dating her. So I think what happened was his mom was like, let's save his pride. And then got like connected with this girl to do that. Then Rob was like, mom, stand on my life. <laughs> mom, call Gunner. <laughs> what about that kid then? Dream? Yeah. They're still going to They're going to get rid of them. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I mean, is, is Dream going to be on the Kardashian show then a bunch? She's in it a lot this yeah. season. Yeah. And they're just going to keep her Black China out of the show? or they just seem gonna- to, yeah. This season, it's like the most she'll be is like, hi. Like they like will shoot scenes where she's there, but like you don't hear her say a word. Yeah. yeah Which they, I am bothered by. They talk around her too. Yeah. It really bothers me. Hmm. I like China and she like tried to make it work with their family. I think maybe I'm very naive, but I, I, I think like she too. tried to make it. I, I don't know. Like I, I also think that Rob's a, such a disaster that I don't, I don't know like if he could be with someone. Yeah. It's hard. Like he's I think he's on. sweet enough to be the dad of a, a baby where he has nannies <laughs> helping all the time, but cause he's got the love to give, but I think going gets tough discipline and all that stuff. I don't know how he could do that. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, I know how much I rely on you for literally everything in my life. And if you were Rob, like, I wouldn't, I don't know what I would do. Like, I would well, die. <laughs> yeah, he's all over the place. But they have, you know, but they also have, like, Ouch. family, family. We, Dog just you know, scratched me, like. Yeah. It's basically me and you out here. Yeah, That's you don't true. live in a compound of millionaire siblings. That would help. Yeah, that would help. Mm, can we make that happen? <laughs> who, who also have little kids. Yeah. Yeah. I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Other news. I'm going to uh, jump around a little bit. So we have the Chloe. Chloe was tweet, tweeting about her friend stealing, stealing her clothes. So um, this was, what were the, do you, let me see if I can find the tweet. So last week, Chloe tweeted, the following things. First, what would you do if you... F- uh, this isn't last week. This is June 1st. So, so last week, yeah. What would you do if you found out a friend was stealing from you? Would you cut the friendship and let God handle it? Or would you go to the legal route? No, guys. Malika's my sister. Never, ever. <laughs> we ride for life. Forever Malika. 
way too many shady people in the world. The grass is cut low. I see you few. I see a few snakes. I like that one. Yeah, and so Eugene, you probably aren't up on this, but they've fired all of the Kardashians. Fired their longtime stylist, Monica Rose. Okay. So the root, and then TMZ had like a article that the it's sort of like a blind item. Right. Uh, and it's yeah. like former friend robbed me blind. And basically it just alleges that uh, someone stole a bunch of clothes that designers had sent and like, like things people had made and like, a, like acquired in Chloe's name stuff. So that has to be Monica Rose, right? Yeah. If it's for sure Monica Rose, I wonder like there's some legal situation where they can't say, they her. can't oh. say her name yet. Yeah. yeah. Cause they have to go because to court. It, and it's also, if they make it a public thing, then they're, they're, already acute, like publicly accusing somebody, I think. Right. And then so that their case can get, you know, it's like, oh, you've already. Like the court of public opinion. You've already affected everybody that would be on the jury for this by making it this public or Right. Yeah. So basically, uh, Chloe Blaze High Designer said all sorts of stuff. This friend never turned it over to her. So she believes a small fortune was taken. Wow. And it could be like literally that could be like a hundred thousand or more, depending on how long. Oh my she god! Was yeah, st- one of those outfits could be. Well, it's Chloe. It's not Kim. But like, <laughs> it's like, does Chloe wear cheap clothes? Well, Kim does say that she's her least favorite fashion, and she has those terrible pants, the good American jeans. I mean, I, I don't know. I, like the, the shorts are terrible. Some of the pants are bad. Yeah, but anyway, so that's some gossip from Chloe. And then I had, I just want to talk a little bit about Kendall signing with Adidas. So this week it was what? released. It's Missy. Kendall signed with Adidas, so she's now the spokesperson for Adidas. Because that's what happens when you do a racist Pepsi commercial. Yeah, well, what you get punished so by an Pepsi. Adidas contract. I mean, she didn't write the commercial, guys. <laughs> she just is dumb enough to do it. Uh, <laughs> she just read it. She just read it. She was like, I bet she didn't. <laughs> but she showed up because <laughs> she's a model and she just showed up and was like, what? Okay, I'll stand here. Great. Yeah. Uh, but no one read it. They're all dumb. Uh, they're all so stupid, but so she's now the face of Adidas. Huh? I find it interesting for a few reasons. One, Kylie is the spokesperson for Puma. Kylie's a Puma deal, which you might not remember because we weren't having a podcast at the time, but when it happened, Kanye was fucking furious. Yeah, I remember that. Kim was like, what the fuck, mom? Because Kanye has a deal with Adidas. Right. And was like, why would you go to a competitor, a direct competitor, and get a deal without even talking to Kanye first? Yeah. Especially because Kylie is a model for Kanye, and all Kanye's Yeezys are Adidas. Right. So like that was sort of like crazy. Yeah. That's a sibling thing, though. Yeah, it's a sibling thing. Because... Puma and Adidas were siblings mm-hmm. also. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I have a little, uh, I have to, I like was reading an article from fortune.com crediting, I'm going to credit Omar Ashtar. Um, so the sibling rivalry with Adidas and Puma, they hated each other. So they were uh, the Dassler Brothers sports shoe company, um, Adolf and Rudolph Dassler. I, I think it was Adi and Rudy. Adi and Rudy Dassler brothers started the shoe company. They were, they did join the Nazi party. Whoops. When Hitler came to power in 1933. Didn't, doesn't matter. They still put their shoes on Jesse Owens to wear in the Olympics. So their shoes got really popular because Jesse Owens wore them in the Olympics and won like four gold medals. Right. So then, then world war two is happening. They are Nazis 
uh, let's see, who was it? Uh, I think it's, uh, so Rudolph, Rudy, Rudy and his wife are down in a bomb shelter because they're being bombed by allied forces. And uh, so, yeah, yeah. Rudy and his wife are down in the bomb shelter. Addie and his wife are running down to the bomb shelter to take cover. And they hear Rudy say, the dirty bastards are back again, referring to the allied forces. But Addie got confused and thought he meant them, that they were calling them dirty bastards, him and his wife. So they got really mad at each other. And then after that, uh, Rudy got called, he got drafted basically, but he thinks that his brother Addie, the one that thought he called him a dirty bastard, uh, (laughs) basically like turned him over to be drafted. And then he was like, court-martialed for trying to escape and he believed his brother like did set him up for that too and it was true like they (laughs) so he was a prisoner of war and his brother's off selling shoes becoming very famous like having like a great like a really great company and then he when he gets out of like when the war is over he's no longer a prisoner of war he comes and starts the puma company rudy does it was called ruda and then it becomes puma so they were fiercely competitive like they still lived in the same town people it like divided the town basically they were like people would look at each other's shoes before they spoke to the person like they were like oh wow it was like that's crazy yeah fiercely competitive and they like never spoke and and then the day they died like within four years of each other and they are buried on opposite sides of a cemetery whoa they didn't want to be near each other they hated each other for the rest of their lives. That's insanity. Because he thought he heard him call a dirty bastard. That's crazy. Of uh, course. Uh, and then I just think that's funny because that sibling rivalry rivalry turning into like this sort of little model sister. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I that's just insane. And then Kylie posted that TBT of them both in Adidas outfits, Kylie and Kendall. Yeah. So she's like, no, excited for you. I wonder how long her Puma contract is. Anyway, it's just a weird thing that I thought was... That's really cool. Or maybe she's out of it now or like she backed out of it somehow. I think Rihanna's with Puma too, right? Yeah, because she has the Fenty shoes, which are great. I think they're really cool. Very cool. And they're not too expensive, like 190, but... In my mind, yeah, like Rihanna... Is like like they're always, they're always like kind of like insane designs, and I'm always like I feel like she just goes in there and is like this is what we're doing. Yeah, and everyone's like, like okay, you're Rihanna. They're platform shoes with yeah. with weed leaves all so, over them. Right. <laughs> yep, that's fine. Um, did you hear that there was a, like a little gossip this week about people fat shaming Rihanna on the internet? Ew, what? I guess she wore something that people on Reddit thought she looked fat in. Ugh. Crazy. You um, don't need to weigh in on Rihanna's body because I'll get jealous. Eugene, but she I was just has, about to say Reddit. Just Reddit's crazy. <laughs> good answer, good answer. But I mean, like her body's insanely, notoriously perfect. Yeah, and she, great she and posted sweet. a pretty funny meme comeback, which is if you can't if you can't handle my Gucci Mane 2007, you don't deserve Gucci Mane 2017. Oh my god, I saw that and I did not know what that it was, was in reference was to, but I liked it. <laughs> oh my god, they should make a movie about those um, sneaker guys. That would be a good movie. Oh well. You should write it. You just write did all the it. research already. I did. Well, what's even crazier is that like uh, while Rudy was like off in a prisoner of war camp, his brother was selling shoes to American GIs. So his brother was a prisoner of American soldiers. That's and he was insane. like, in, he was like American GIs were like in Germany. And he's like, I got shoes for you guys. I got shoes. shoes. I'm not a Nazi covering up his armband. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, that's wild. Also, should we not buy Nazi shoes? 
I mean, at this point, it's like you can't do Adidas, Puma, or New Balance, really. What was New Balance? Was they like support the, Trump. Yeah. Oh, yuck. I yeah, mean, it's like if you go deep enough into any company, it's like pretty rugged. People except are terrible. for that Chibani guy. The Chibani Apparently, guy. he's great. He's great. Is that the yogurt? Yeah. You can't run around in yogurt shoes, though. <laughs> no, it's true. <laughs> but apparently, I did like watch this like 14 minute long I clip. I think I watched that too. He like gave his or fortune to his employees or whatever. Basically, he was like a nomadic sheep herder who like came to America to like pursue a better life, like literally from like a field on a mountain or not a field, like a mountainside came to America was like, I had goats and you know, I forget where he's from. I, I think it's like Turkey, but I might be wrong. Uh, and so he comes to America, get some goats, starts some yogurt factories. And then people are like, it's not like, you shouldn't do that dude. And he's like, I'll show you. And he like employs like small towns where they didn't want refugees and, and the, oh yeah, he's from Syria. That's where he's from. Wow. Um, oh, that's cool. But like from a, a while ago, uh, and then like has like one of the most profitable yogurt companies, and he gave his his employees I want to say like fifty one percent. So they they like own more than, or something oh, yeah, around he gave that. Them a ton wow. of money. And like he employs like he employs refugees and like a percentage of like uh, some percentage of like refugees and then all and then local people. Wow. So like he goes into small towns and like revitalizes them, and then also like people who are like refugees from war. So buy Chibani, feel good about yeah, it. Buy Chibani guys. They don't sponsor us. I don't know why. Um, but if they want to, we love Chibani. <laughs> Send it to us. I need protein. I've been eating vegan for two weeks. Oh and let God. me tell you, I need protein so I'm bad. I'm so impressed. It's too hard. It's too hard. Vegan, huh? Yeah. That's, that's uh, hard. It is very hard, especially like to go from like eating trash to like vegan and I'm trying to cook all the time. What is your protein? Um, a, a lot of beans and stuff. Yeah, like vegetables have protein in it and mm-hmm. stuff. But then I've gotten like a few like tofu things. And I don't like it. Not not for me. Yeah. I was just trying to find something that was like easier. And then I was like, oh, this isn't it. Yeah. yeah. So, you know. Vegetables aren't hard though. No, vegetables. It's just getting enough. Because like I was yeah. telling her, I was like, when I get hungry, I'm like empty. Yeah. Like when the, when the, <laughs> when the needle drops, I'm like, well, uh-oh. That's uh, yeah, it's rough. It's hard. And then I'm I, impressed. I but I did cheat because I ate popcorn at the movie theater, and I don't think that's vegan. And then I was sick for two days. Oh shit. <laughs> yep. Ew. Ew. Uh, all right. So we jump into this episode. Or is yes. there anything else? Let's do it. All right. This is a boring one, wasn't it? Or am I crazy? I remember laughing really hard at some stuff. But you were drunk. <laughs> I feel like I've talked about drinking a lot lately on this podcast, and I'm not drunk every night, but I am when I do this podcast and when I watch the show. <laughs> It's the two times that you'll have a drink, yeah. other than the CPR class, which was a different <laughs> Okay, any, so every any, night this week. Any other little minor stress that comes up? Oh, yeah, up? I guess that was every night so far this week. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, okay. okay. Tomorrow night I'm going to get vegan or something. <laughs> well, you can drink when you're vegan. Trust me, I did. Um, but yeah, no, I remember laughing and kind of being like, oh, snap. But yeah, it, it wasn't like... But then when I went back to think about what it was about, I was kind of like, hmm. Oh, there was a weird cameo from Jay Leno in the first scene. Oh my scene. God, yes. That was insane. Like, Kendall is so unlikable. She's unlikable, but she seems like a saint compared to Caitlyn because she specifically, Caitlyn sets her up in a way that like only a dad can. I feel like like my dad does this to me to make me feel dumb about cars all the time. And he's like, what are you going to, or she's like, she was like, what are you going to talk to Jay Leno about? And Caitlyn, or, and Sorry, I'm getting all of the things wrong. Uh, and Kendall was like, I don't know. I only know personal details, which is a very funny thing to say about a car. 
Yeah, what does that even mean? And then he was, oh shit, I keep messing this up. Uh, Caitlin says, uh, oh, are you going to tell Jay about how you wanted to paint your car and ruin it? And she's, she's like, please don't make me look stupid. And Caitlin's like, I won't, I won't do it. And then as soon as Jay Leno walks in, the first thing that Caitlin says is, she tried to paint a classic car. You're right, you're right. Kendall just said, please don't make me look stupid. Here, he, here comes Jay Leno immediately. Yeah, I guess. I, I don't know why when I was watching it, I was like, I was annoyed with Caitlin, but I was also annoyed with Kendall because I was like, you don't even fucking know anything about that car. I just was so blown away by how immediately Caitlin threw her under the yeah, bus. Yeah, she's to a make. monster. And then Jay Leno was like, okay, bye, Caitlin. <laughs> it also seemed like all three of them didn't care. No, none of them. <laughs> there was like, that was like the, the, like the cold open where, I mean, just watching it. While I had my computer in front of me and everything, I was just like, nobody cares about this show, this scene. <laughs> it just feels like filler because Jay Leno even looked like he was exhausted for you. Like, I'm already shooting a show. Why do you need me to be on this show? Oh, also. I bet he was pissed about it. Yeah. You're right. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah. That they, that they were probably like, we won't do this unless. Yeah. Yeah. And Jay Leno desperately needs any kind of ratings bump from Kindle fans. Sure. Yeah. To get those people to watch about it, uh, like watch his show about that car or those cars. Totally. But even that, like Caitlin goes like, oh yeah, you want to do that? He went, huh? Like she didn't look that stupid because Jay Leno didn't give a fuck. Yeah. Jay Leno was like, I'm not including that on my show. I don't care. Huh? Okay. Let's get in the car. Let's start my show. Totally. Are we done with this cold open for your show? So the cold opens of this show, sometimes they're my favorite parts and sometimes they're just death. Yeah. Straight death. I preferred last week when they just sat at yes. a stop sign for five minutes. <laughs> and, and, and Scott was like afraid of Rob for a minute. <laughs> uh, let's I see. I didn't see that. Then we kind of jump in. <laughs> yeah, you didn't see it? It was a really, it, it really impacted us. We made t-shirts. Uh, uh, we went to Sloan's ice cream. We P got- was at peak cuteness in this thing. Who? P. P. Penelope. Penelope. She was- uh, telling everyone to stop eating her ice cream. <laughs> um, this, th- so this is basically just the setup that Kim's going to talk to Kate. All of this whole show, this whole episode seemed like just set up for something else that was going to happen later. Yeah. Ugh, that's annoying. I guess we can just jump it. Let's just get the Caitlyn stuff over with. Okay, maybe. good. Yeah, bye Caitlyn. So the whole thing this whole week has been about Caitlyn's book coming out and that it said disparaging things about Chris. Which and the book is out now? Like The book is out now. Has it been out for a while? I mean... It's been out for at least a couple weeks, but I don't think it's selling well. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's like yeah, she aut- wasn't really like... It, there wasn't a big splash. It was an autobiography about her her life and everything. Yeah. And- uh, I think... Is it called... What is it called? I mean, her show is called I Am Kate. I don't know. I'm going to look it up. I don't know either. Uh, Did her show get canceled? Yes. Mm -hmm. Her show got canceled because I don't know. It's one of those things where I think if you're going to do a show like that, you have to be so transparently honest about everything. And I think she wants to control so much. Was it an e-show? Was it a show? It was an e-show. Did you watch it? Not really. I I thought it was interesting in terms of like the women that she had, the trans women that she had on the show were way infinitely more interesting than her. Like I was like, I want to know more of all of their stories. Was Chris produced? Sorry, I didn't. I don't know any of the info. Did Chris produce it or anything? I don't know. We actually like we have, we were talking about, we have the season finale is coming up this week. So we we have a little gap. We should like cover... Maybe that. Yeah, that would be cool. Or something. Um, But I, yeah, I didn't watch it, but I have watched this. There's a show I watched. It's like maybe only like five or six episodes, the BBC show about 
different, it's like, I think five or six trans, uh, women and men, Mm -hmm. uh, and they are in, you know, in the UK and they are going for the summer to spend every weekend of the summer, uh, together in a house with people from different stages in transition. So some have been, you know, uh, transitioned much longer and some are very new to it. And basically it's like living in a house and it's not like a real world thing because it's more like we're only here on the weekends and I guess it would be like calm Jersey Shore, but they were just talking about like the the struggles they had, like becoming trans and like learning how to do stuff. And especially some of the trans women who were like very, very new to to being out as trans. So like they didn't have a lot of, they didn't have hormones. They didn't have surgeries. They were just like, someone trying to present as a woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they had people who are much further advanced who had had a few surgeries or, or maybe about to like, I think one of the trans men like had already had top surgery. So like, you know, the, uh, his breasts were removed, but was going to get a penis made. And then they showed you how that happened. Wow. They like, like met with doctors and the doctors, they showed like on the actual documentary, like parts of the surgery. So you saw like the penis being made out of the forearm not for that particular person, but just in a, like another case. And it was like fascinating because it was so honest because what they were trying to do was just show people how this works because it was a resource for people. So like if some like teen is afraid, yeah. they can like Google that documentary. And also see, like, like one of the trans women in her town, like wasn't out yet and was just terrified of being killed. That's crazy. Jeez. Oh, like just like, you know, cause from a small like little uh, hamlet somewhere, that's what they call those things? <laughs> yeah, Hamlet. You know, like, like the play. Yeah, that's what they call like a Hamlet, like a little town. Like a like Hamburger that. Hamlet. <laughs> I mean, I know the Eugene, restaurant. fix it. I don't know. I don't By the know. way, Caitlin's book is called The Secrets of My Life. I guess you'll read it. You Got should, it. but not me. <laughs> oh, imagine I'm, listening to the audiobook. I would kill myself. <laughs> uh, when I, then when I was with Chris, <laughs> oh my she God. has the most awful voice. Yeah, I feel like her show didn't do well because Chris had nothing to do with it, probably, right? Maybe. The only episode I, I even, like, remember having, like, watched all the way through without, like, changing it was the one where Chris showed up at the end. Sure. That was, like, very dramatic. And Caitlin, and she was, like, trying to get Caitlin to, like, be nice to her, and she wouldn't. It's yeah, well, that's what this episode's about, too. And also, like, I have been watching old episodes a little bit. So I think season 10 is when, like, right after Caitlin's Diane Sawyer episode. And so that whole season is about all this shit. So it like kind of feels stupid that it's, well, it's like repeating the same thing. It's like, she is mean and mean to Chris. Yeah. And, and she lied about how much she told, or maybe didn't lie, but Caitlin's version is that she told Chris, she wanted to transition before they slept together when they were just dating. And Chris is like, no, you didn't No, you didn't like that's Chris's. And that's always been what Chris has said. And in season 10, when Caitlin and Chris talk about it, Caitlin doesn't, deny that Chris's version is incorrect. Weird. Huh. So it makes me think that like, she's just rewritten history for sure. I mean, that uh, that's what the whole, the money stuff is what killed me in this episode. That Caitlin was like, Oh, Chris took all the money. I never saw a dime of it. It's like, Caitlin, you were living in this house buying, like, like flying all over the world. Yeah. Chris is like, I did our home finances. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, cause you didn't. 
Like, it's like, I hate money and like Eugene does all of the money. I wouldn't be like, Eugene takes all the checks. I do I'd be take like, all the checks. You do. <laughs> to the bank. <laughs> but it's like, thank cash, God. Cash, it's deposit. Like, <laughs> I don't like doing money stuff. And it's like, I'm sure Caitlin didn't, or Bruce didn't either at the time. Like, it's like, you can't say someone stole your money and then go back and take no responsibility because you obviously, obviously like he did nothing. She ran that household. She made them all money. What's really interesting about when Chris is talking about Caitlin in the past, she calls her Kitty once, I think. Did she call her Kitty? Did she? I don't Or maybe I, I just misheard. <laughs> I thought she called her Kitty. She's like, on that first date with Kitty, and I was like, are you, why are you also even calling Caitlin Kate? I was like, why are you talking in short and sweet, cute names for this person that you clearly hate? I wonder if it's like, my mom used to always say people's names wrong that she hated. Like, I once dated this boy named Todd, and she called him Toad. Like, literally, <laughs> she was like, wow. what's his name? Toad? She hated him so much. And I'm like, mom, I know, you know how to say Todd. Like you can say the word Todd. Like maybe she just doesn't want to like. Was your mom Irish? Like from Ireland? No. no. Toad. <laughs> His eyes didn't open. Um, His eyes didn't open? He was just like, he just looked stoned all the time. Was he stoned all the time? I don't know. We didn't get that close. <laughs> well, if you're out there listening to this Toad, <laughs> it, uh, email us at what? Cardition at gmail.com. Oh man. <laughs> Couldn't have guessed. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess I could have guessed. I think I was there when that was created I'm too. I'm pretty sure you have all of our passwords. <laughs> uh, I can't trust Trisha to remember them. No, I'm really bad at everything. No. I just bring the wine. <laughs> you bring the boy. You bring the, the boy, the you heart. the boy in. Um, yeah, you don't have to do it. You're not responsible for anything for mm-hmm. another 18 years. Never. Just that baby. Oh, yeah. thank God. And that little guy loves you. Oh, uh, go wake him up. I want to see him. <laughs> <laughs> he almost just did. Anyway, <laughs> wake up. Shit. Yeah. Uh, don't wake up. Speaking uh, of children. Oh, what Chloe like? got her period. <laughs> that's oh, okay. So, so this, that's related to children. Did periods. you see this? You, yes. Were you paying attention to the scene? I was because Rob is ridiculous. He, it's, he wants to have sex with his sisters too much. That was insanity. Also, didn't he talk about like having sex? Weren't they talking about some random girl he hooked up with? He, or not a random girl. A girl who won a Kim Kardashian lookalike oh, right. contest. That's what it was. He, that was insane. And he slept with her. And he slept with her. And then Chloe said, why don't you ever sleep with a girl who wins a Chloe lookalike contest? That was crazy too. That will make your blood run cold. It was insane. They were in big bed together. You both have siblings. Do you ever talk about fucking them or someone who looks no. just like them? No. Ew. That is so insane. It's the most upsetting thing that I can think of. It's crazy. It's way more upsetting than the fact that a couple days ago I had a dream that Stanley Tucci was going down me. Oh my God. That's great. He's That's great. not that disturbing. He's a, he's a well known actor I, and he's and, not that bad looking no. but I was just like what's my subconscious working out right now Are you, uh, is it like Hunger Games Stanley Tucci or like <laughs> I was picturing like, picturing like Frankie and Johnny Stanley oh Tucci. god I don't or know wait, that's not even Stanley Tucci what am I picturing never mind continue I don't know you, you're picturing Gary Oldman <laughs> <laughs> it was Stanley Tucci get it right <laughs> I don't know which one anyway but so which yeah. Tucci 
Which Tucci? It was one. I think one with a wig. Maybe <laughs> I knew in my dream he didn't have hair, but I could see it on his head. Yeah, oh, <laughs> was it was Snow like, Dogs? Well, Stanley Tucci? <laughs> Snow, oh, it's, oh, it's good. Show Dogs. I'm gonna just stop talking for the rest of the podcast. Well, no, that'll work is, out, right? Your podcast. Okay, cool. Uh, Snow so, Dogs. Yeah. So Rob. Show cr- dogs. Yeah. Rob crawled into bed with Chloe, and then he like touched her. He caressed the side of her face. I hated it. Um, it was so weird. Like I was like, "Are you doing that as a joke?" It is a joke, but it's like, what's awful. the joke that you want to fuck your sister? Well, but he. That's, but the thing is, it's not that good of a joke. It's not that. No, fa- it's not that far away from the truth. It feels very odd to that. I this show in general for me, I can <laughs> only go. I can only watch it in like doses because it because it it doesn't feel right to watch. <laughs> For me, I don't like it. It just doesn't work for me. So, so then, like, unpack as it soon though, as, but why doesn't it feel right? Because it doesn't, because I don't know how much of it is for entertainment and how much of it is real. And if they're, and whatever that line is, you know, it's the same way that, you know, that Trish feels about magic, which is they're just lying to us. <laughs> and it's, it is that, the art of deception. Yes. It is the art of deception. And I feel like this show kind of has that too, where I'm like, well, what do you want me to like about this family? And what, and like, this is one of those things where I'm like, is this them joking around? I don't like the way they're joking around, but if this is real, I don't like this aspect of it either, but it's just wrong. And it's often. So like (laughs) this kind of joke, I like tune out and then I, I think I started just emailing and stuff. I was like, I can't listen to this conversation. No, because he really wants to have sex with his siblings. It's gross. I mean, the fact that she, the fact that she follows it up with saying like, uh, you know, uh, Chloe Kardashian lookalike contest. Like even that is just like it's upsetting. Taking it too far. Yeah, it's pretty upsetting. Um, I just I'm not into it at I, all. I gotta say, I take a strong stand, and I don't want to. I know there might be listeners out there who are going to disagree. I don't like incest. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. It's I don't not like those great. property brothers. <laughs> God, I'm into that. But even if the, if the property brothers started playing into like the like the idea that they might hook up with each other based on uh you know like fans or whatever a reddit or whatever um as soon as one person went too much they would have been like you're right that's yeah. the things that rob's so weird yeah rob's a, a very strange man if you let me just say this very off topic, but if you watch Property Brothers and you're like, I wish they would kiss like me, check out <laughs> Nate and Jeremiah. <laughs> They're uh, just a couple that are in love and have a baby oh. girl, but it's a great show. I mean, it's got home improvement and then it's got romance. I don't like it when they actually love each other. I like those ones who hate each other. The the ones <laughs> the in Vegas Texas. Ones? No, oh. the ones in Texas were Chip, Chip and Chip and Joanna. They love each other. She really doesn't like him. <gasps> I mean, he loves her, and she's like, God, he's stupid and. But she, but she said, but she says that hugging him like so tight. Yeah, she's. But yeah, you you know that she thinks if you ever do anything wrong again, because he's already done something, you can tell. You can tell he's done at least one thing wrong. <laughs> and she's always like, Chip, Chip. Uh, <laughs> I like watching them. I like watching them. She makes he makes her laugh. He makes her laugh, but you're just holding wood samples. Where you're are you like? We get it. You like home improvement. He's <laughs> checking out. Let's see what he wants his baseboards to look like. I, I am basing the wood sample off of how it looks off of a white baseboard. Okay, cool. <laughs> just letting everybody know well, out there. You got to be realistic. You're gonna have white baseboards. Um, let's see. <laughs> uh, then we have Kendall's 
Indian Vogue shoot, which apparently people were upset about that Vogue put her on, it was some anniversary cover. Oh, really? And they put Kendall, not an Indian model, on the cover. Again, she can't help but step in shit that's sort of not her creation. She just doesn't ever check anybody because she's right. 21. Yeah. yeah. She was like, oh, I was in India for a day and a half. I went to a temple. Oh, my just I met a gay prince. And then they brought him over or something? I mean, he's not really a prince anymore if his family stripped him of his title. Yeah. I hope he stays in LA and like has a great life. He seemed cool. I mean, he said they took all of his inheritance too. And I was like, what are you doing? Go get a job. Stop wandering around in fancy clothes. (laughs) Do you think he's trying to get a spinoff? I don't know. It seemed like maybe. What happens if they did it together? The prince and... uh, Kendall? No, no, no. Oh, Kate? No. the Jamel? uh, Jamel. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that they help people like go uh, overcome like things in various their life. things in their lives. Honestly, yeah. I'm into that. I would much rather get advice from the prince than from Jamel. Jamel and the prince. Uh, Jamel and the prince. <laughs> At least it's a children's stor- <laughs> yeah, story. Yeah. I think Jamel, prince, and Toad. Your buddy Toad. <laughs> All three of them. So let's see. We go. Let's see. We're Cordy's tennis court. They're working out. We have the trainer Joe there. You like this, right? He's all right. <laughs> you you can train better? No, but he's yeah. just all right. Like, you know, I bet you don't really see to, I mean, you see them reacting to him more than you see him. Yeah. Um, I but think he's done wonders. I mean, it, Courtney's butt is on fire. There's yeah, two, but according to Stanger, that's not real. That's not a real butt. Yeah. Co- uh, no, no. Courtney's butt is real. Chloe's butt is not real. Oh, right. So Who are we talking about? Courtney's butt is like amazing. Courtney. You're not allowed to look or I'd show you. <laughs> I'd show, honestly, because there's nothing you could do where she, where Trisha wouldn't get upset. <laughs> then she would, I would be unfriended. And then and yeah. that's okay. We, our marriage is okay. I'm, and I'm fine not looking at her butt. It yeah, it's a great, it is. She did, I, I understand it. She did a great job. She had three kids and they had a great butt. Um, so she, we, she what? She did stairs? Yeah. She just ran stairs every day. Okay. I think she squatted with the rubber bands on her knees. Yeah, that works. Ugh. I don't want to no, do it. Thank you. Uh, so, but Rob calls Co- Chloe in this scene and he says, oh, hey, babe. Ugh. Hey, babe. If my brother ever. I'm just so upset. It's I'm so still weird. So when upset. my brother calls me, he's like, hello, Trish. <laughs> like, it's so formal. <laughs> hey, babe. Is this because he didn't show up to the workout, right? Yeah, he flaked on the workout because uh, he was claiming that he needed a personal day. Oh, right. Because she had her period. This period. was the, the setup for the myriad thing later. Uh, but first, they had to talk more about cars. Oh, my God. It was about Courtney buying an Aston Martin. Yeah, well, that was weird. Why oh, does right. Kendall give a fuck? She's like, why'd you get that car? I'm like, why are you even a person? I could see why people would be like, Courtney, why of all of us do you have the largest home, the most cars, the least apps? The most she's very rich. Remember when she said that um Chris borrowed money from her? Why is she, why does why she, she so have rich? more money than they do? Is it the Manuka honey? <laughs> the Manuka honey fortune? <laughs> she's a sponsor from Manuka honey. She does? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean that's a lot of money. <laughs> but like how she has the biggest house out of all of her siblings. Maybe she's good with money. She could be good with money. Yeah, she lived a very boring life for like three years while the rest of them were out partying. I'm yeah. making that up. I don't know. She can't stop getting pregnant. And she doesn't, um, she eats healthy. 
She's the oldest. She's the oldest. She's the oldest. Maybe yeah. she inherited all the Kardashian fortune and it only goes to the firstborn. I don't understand. Maybe that's like an Armenian tradition or something. I don't know. I don't understand it. I don't understand why she has. But I think that might be why Kendall was throwing a little shade. Of like, why do you? Why did you buy an Aston Martin? Oh, whatever mm. reason. I'm just like Kendall. Shut up. Yeah. Well, so then, yeah, then we meet the the gay prince. Uh, oh, not yet. Sorry. First, we talk about aura migraines and anxiety, and I was like, oh, Kendall's just like me. I get aura migraines. Did Wait. she say aura migraines? Uh-huh. I didn't hear that. It's uh, it's where you see, like, I lose vision in my right eye. Oh, my God. And then it comes back in, like, snow on a television. Oh, shit. Uh, mm. But, it like, it can look like uh, flashes of light, too. How does that happen? Uh, it's just like a type of... I've, I've had it since I was, like, 12. Yikes. I think it's because... Um, I have damage to this side orb, orbit, whatever. Mm-hmm. My brother hit me in the eye with a baseball bat. Didn't try to fuck me, so I still <laughs> like him better than Rob. Uh, I would prefer a baseball bat to the yeah. face. Yeah. My <laughs> eyelid came right off my face, had to get it sewn back on. Holy crap. Yeah. Uh, when I was like, I was. Oh, your orbital bone? Is that what it? Well, it just kind of like went right across that brow bone right there and yeah. snapped it right off. Oof. Listeners, her eyelid looks gorgeous it's now. It's fine. The only thing wrong with it is that sometimes I go blind in that eye when I'm stressed out or have fatigue. Yikes. That is intense. And that then the next day after that, so that's called an aura migraine or oral whatever. Uh, and it's not painful. It just sort of freaks you out. And then it's followed in the next like 48 hours with the intense migraine, like Yikes. throw up. Ouch. Oof. Uh, but I started getting that when I was like 12, which would have been like seven years after my injury. I was, could you imagine a five-year-old smacked blood everywhere? It was horrible. My, oh my I was like, God. I would flip out. My eye was so swollen after they like sewed my eyelid back on that they, I remember my dad having to cut my clothes off me. Oh, like he just was you like, you remember that? I can remember it was like this little yellow, it was this little yellow sweatshirt with a bear on it. Oh my God. Like a pale yellow sweatshirt. Oh no. And, and the bear had a dress on and, and like my dad was like, I got to cut this off Man, of you. I cannot imagine doing that kind of dad stuff. Also like you can having to like hold me like with a bloody towel while yeah. I'm like going to, th- <sighs> that was like the part of CPR. They were like, and this is where you pick up the baby. And if you can't find a phone, you have to take the baby to the phone. And now we had to practice like picking up a doll. And I was just like, if this was my son and he wasn't breathing and I was holding him, I Dios mio. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think you just kind of it, like something kicks in and you just do it. Like I think so too. I remember like, being held as they were, I remember them going so fast to the hospital. Oh I remember, my God. You I remember think, all of this? It's really funny because I, I stopped speaking. I, so I know I stopped speaking, but I just like kind of, I, but I remember it so clearly. Mm. I remember the bat. I remember my dad. I remember them picking me up, going to the van, like going to the hospital. I remember the doctor. I remember they strapped me down to one of those, um, gurneys. Well, yeah, but they put me on like a, one of those boards where yeah, they, yeah. yeah. So they like tied me to that. And I remember being very pissed about it. Uh, and then they gave me a sedative to put, put me out because they were like, oh, she'll move around too much. And I remember being very, I remember being five years old and so mad. They were being so condescending to me. Rude. And they were like, she'll move. She'll do that. I was like, I'm fine. But I wasn't speaking. So I, w- I think I was like mildly alert. But, and then as soon as like, and I could feel him like doing the stitches and stuff, but it didn't hurt. Uh, I could just feel like the movement. Sure. And then. Because the nurse is like, see, oh my God, he's so amazing at that. And see, she needed to be asleep for it. I was like, are you done? 
I like wanted her to know that I wasn't asleep. I remember being five years old and be like, no bitch, I'm awake. And so I just said, are you done now? My mom was like, it was so funny. You should have seen her face. And I was like, yeah, I'm, that's it. I knew exactly what I was doing. Damn. I've been the same person since I was five. <laughs> I remember nothing from five. I remember there was a boy named Jeff that I liked in my kindergarten. <laughs> Did your mom call her Joff? Probs. I don't remember. Your mom hated all. <laughs> oh, imagine what she would have called you. <laughs> Horrible. She would have loved you, right? I ho- yeah, I would She would so. have loved you. I know. I'm joking. Horrible joke. The worse than a Rob joke. Uh, so, okay. Then we get to meet that guy. Well, no. We have the Kim and Kate meeting where basically Kim is, says, Oh, yeah. You're, you were horrible. Well, she's, Kim says, if I'm about to read your book, it's like a weird preface scene. Very weird. Where it's like, I'm going to read your book. And Kate like knows what's in the book. How Kate can sit there and look them all in the face and be like, I think just read it with an open mind and you'll be fine. Like, how can she? I hate her. Also, the fact that she didn't send them all a book. Like if you wrote. Oh yeah, they had to go get it. Yeah, like if, if, if you wrote something about any of your, and you know, like you included stuff about people you currently have a relationship with and, and hope to have one in the future. Yeah. Wouldn't you just, I don't know, say, here's my manuscript. Let me know if there's anything you don't like before it goes to the print. For sure. I would feel so like that. I mean, that. that's if you care about those people. Though. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly the point. She doesn't care. She only she cares about care. herself. She's in this like fucking, I'm the most important person in the world thing. And she was for a hot minute and maybe that's I why think, she's acting but I like think this. That she's always been like that. I think when she Ugh. won the Olympics and like the decathlon, I think like, I think that's who she's always been. Yeah. Uh, and now it's just the version that's, that's having this like huge heart, like hard thing that she's having to overcome, but she's not any, she's not like her character's not any better. Yeah, she was always like annoying, but she was like puttery annoying, and now yeah. she's like fucking. Ugh. I hate it. It just it just makes me so sad for Chris. I mean, I just felt so bad for her this whole episode. Yeah, yeah, and then like I guess like we come to the. Let's see. This is the Courtney's house where she tells them all of her findings. That basically Chris hasn't been exaggerating. It was as bad as. This was my favorite part of the episode. What this like Courtney Kim conversation about about everything when yeah. like they, it felt like they were being real for a second, like about their past and like her mom, she's like, that's when we moved to hidden Hills. No one else was living in hidden Hills then. It's really funny. Cause in Chris's book, she writes about going to hidden Hills and she was like, I took it. It was an adventure and they moved into a town home. Yeah. A town home that didn't have parking. Holy shit. Like, so like think of what a huge, like they must've been really struggling. Yeah. She writes it like we knew what we were doing, but I think they didn't have any money. I mean, to go from Brentwood to like, basically it's by Woodland Hills. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. And like, that's- and it, but Woodland Hills before there was anything there though. Yeah. 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 Totally. Um, so yeah. And I don't know how, why did Courtney have money that people were borrowing? We've got to know if Courtney's it- accountant is listening, we wanted you on the show. <laughs> I just don't understand how she had more money. Yeah, I don't. I don't know either. I also don't know. I mean, now all their money is coming from the family, right? Yeah, yeah. But then, where was the money coming from? I mean, Robert Kardashian could have had money right. that he gave to Courtney, and then Bruce he, could have had, but this, he didn't. He though. didn't have any Bruce because this was in the middle of her rebuilding that His career. Speaking Caitlin, career Caitlin's thing. like, yeah. um. Yeah, because it's not like because you're an Olympian you have money. It could have been Kardashian like family money because I don't yeah. know that because Robert Kardashian was like a famous lawyer, but like, I think they could have had other money. Money, yeah. 
I was watching the Armenia episode recently and it seems like, I don't know, they maybe they were a big deal. They were a big deal in Armenia. The Kardashians before? Yeah, I think so. Interesting. Like his roots? They owned a cheese shop. Hmm. People love their cheese. I love cheese. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't? And then she, they said they borrowed money from her mom when they moved to yeah, MJ or whatever. MJ. I don't know. But, and uh, Kim had such a good line here whenever <laughs> they were talking about how uh, Caitlyn said that keeping up with the Kardashians was his idea or her idea. Ugh, uh, that's insane. And then she's like, the sh- Kim was like, the show's not called keeping up with the Jenners. Ugh, yeah, but that also, was good. Like, we know what the show came from. It came from Kim's sex tape. Yes. And Is th- that what started it? I mean, it didn't happen after it happened before, right? Before the sex tape? No, the show happened after the sex yes. tape. Yeah. So, I mean, Bruce Jenner was not the reason. No one wanted a show about an Olympian. Did he think it was like, oh, everyone saw Brody on the hills and was like, where's Brody's dad? <laughs> like, I don't think <laughs> I gotta so. see Brody's dad. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, he's insane. He's delusional. I mean, maybe it's like... We're being so loose with our pronouns right now because we're talking past and present, so... I know. I wonder if that is okay. I think we're not supposed to. Okay. So we'll keep it at she. I think we're not... Because they... When I talk about Bruce, I'm talking about like... Right, but I think they call Bruce Caitlin. In the past. Yep. Okay. Because, I feel bad. Sorry. I, no, no, no. I think they just started... Because I've in episodes, it's been like a... I've been watching like ep- You're uh, right. season Chris 10. keeps calling her Kate. Yeah, so I, we'll do That's that like, too. I was thinking that during this episode, like I think I said it out loud when we were watching it. I was like, there's something very cool about the fact that like Kendall's like, I'm so pissed at my dad. And like, we just see the kind of like fluidity of like, Caitlin is her dad and she's Caitlin. And like, I think that's probably as annoying as Caitlin is as a human. This is great to see on TV. Yeah. Yeah. It is interesting because I, I mean, I don't think there's a standard. So like what we're doing isn't necessarily wrong, but it's always you defer to what the person wants. Totally, totally. And it seems like Caitlyn goes by Caitlyn. Yeah, past, present, and it's future. like we're learning through this show. Yeah. We hate her, but we're totally learning about this shit. It's so, yeah, it's fascinating because she's doing good and just, and burning everything around her. Yep. Um, da, da, da. Oh, then we have the Rob, Rob gets his period scene. Jesus <laughs> Talk Christ. Talk about really crossing gender lines. Oh, Eugene has it that thing, by the way. Sense. Yeah, I have a complex. He does complex. that to his muscles. Yeah. It's it's just a... Uh, do you ever do it to where your ovaries don't aren't? No, because that, you just, that means you're just putting it on your abs, I mean your stomach muscles. And I don't think it's the same. I, I can't see how that would be. I mean, it's a different kind of... Um, like it's your muscles contracting. Uh-huh. So does it hurt or does it... It could hurt. I mean, if you turn it up a lot, it could hurt. Uh-huh. Uh, because it's basically, you know, you'd put it on your bicep and it'd make your arm do this uh-huh. and then it's just really tight. Yeah. Um, so, uh, it, but it flexing can be, your abs doesn't hurt like a period cramp. No, I mean, it'd be base. Yeah. It's like if you did like a million crunches and then tried to hold it and then yeah. somebody forcing you to hold it every, you know, on, as a pulse. Yeah. As a pulsing thing. And it would just be different. I did really like that that chiropractic sports medicine ladies, uh, she had a really husky voice and very red, red decolletage. Interesting. (laughs) I knew I liked her, but I didn't know why. And maybe you're pointing it out. Yeah. (laughs) She had a husky voice and red decolletage. decolletage. I'm always looking out for someone with a red decolletage because I've got it. I'm like, oh, she's also bright red on her chest too. This also feels like so... 
a TV show. Yes. This was another one of those things. Where it's just like, we talk about, we call it hijinks. Yeah. Hijinks. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I mean, Not it's like you. the same as the beginning of that uh, episode with the car and stuff. It's yeah. just like, well, you know, I, I would be really interested in hearing how Rob is dealing with the fact that his relationship's not going well and that he gained all this weight and he wants to like, you know, get out of the, um, you know, get out of this mentality. But like when he has fun, it seems like he's a different dude. Yeah. So it's like, well, where, I think that's, I don't don't understand. I think he's like, you know, he might be bipolar or something. So it's like, it is two different people almost like, yeah. Uh, he did have a really funny line at the end. He says, I respect a woman who gives birth and has periods all the time. <laughs> did he say that? He said that. Yeah. I respect a woman who has who gives birth and has periods all the time. I was like, what this a lunatic. Is a weird structure. What a lunatic. I liked I remember I don't I didn't watch it that often, but I, I feel like I liked Rob when he hung out with Lamar a bunch. Yeah, because oh, he was that was great. Oh, yeah, he was uh, drinking, smoking weed, and doing cocaine with his brother in law. What's not yeah, like? I mean, they were having fun, and <laughs> I don't know. I liked Bruce when he was hanging out with Lamar. That was my f- the only time I remember like when Lamar was around. Everyone I did was it again. better when Caitlin was hanging out with Lamar. Like when that what, one time they went to a club or whatever. That was the only time I've ever been remotely interested. It's in a too Caitlin bad storyline. Lamar kind of brought everyone down though. Ugh, poor yeah. Lamar, because uh, Chloe has not said in so many words, but she's alluded to Rob's problem started with. Lamar like I don't think fully but that like he already had depression problems and I think he got into drugs but they've uh, never out and out said and then that. like coming down off of that high yeah like uh, opiates and that kind of stuff because I think that's what you see that, with like Rob that guy that lot. died recently yeah Lamar's what? friend Lamar's friend died recently of a heroin overdose and oh. it's like they were all hanging out yeah so Lamar is a good guy who had a problem and Rob was like for me too weak to be around him yeah ugh, what a bummer all and, that shit is a bummer and Scott too like ugh. they they really pick some great guys there are moments where Scott made me laugh hard though oh, oh 100% yeah Scott's very funny uh, what did he do in this he just was making jokes that he can't not talk about sex huh is he a good dad? No. Well, I, when he's around. Yeah. I mean, if an abandoning father can also be a good father. He, when you see him with the kids, you're like, oh. And like, I think that's a, he must be a good dad because that's the reason Courtney tries so hard to like include him, him and stuff. In, yeah. yeah. And the family tries to keep him in everything. I mean, they, Chris would keep every single person ever in her life. I think that's what's so upsetting about the, uh, the Caitlin stuff. Like Chris doesn't want to lose another person ever. Sure. She, like she feels like she's lost so much already. So I think she would have loved to have con- like, I mean, they were like just a few episodes ago filming scenes where like she and Caitlin were going to the bathroom together. Like she was trying to make it work. Yeah. In a way that I can't imagine doing that with an ex being like oh my one, God, any ex one friendly and two friendly and having to wear similar clothes. Oh my Come God. on. I cut them out of my life and I never look back. No, I don't want anything to do with them. But hopefully we'll hear from Toad (laughs) soon. Toad, reach out, buddy. Uh, Let's see. So we talked to the prince, right? Prince uh, Menvendra. Menvendra? Yeah, I think that's what his name was. Uh, So he comes for a visit and they gave, did you see they gave him a really big salad? Did they? They What an honor. (laughs) Oh my God. If they gave me a big salad, I would die. You know, they're famous for their big salads, Eugene. Do they make them themselves? No, they get them from Health Nut. Health Nut. (laughs) Yeah. And Hugo sometimes. In Calabasas. Mm. We should go. 
I don't think so. <laughs> Rude. Uh, my jaw just dropped. I mean, why? He doesn't like lemon. I love salads, but like, do we have to go that far for a, a salad? How yes. good is a salad? We go there to eat barbecue. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> well, sexism okay. just reared its ugly head. <laughs> no. Hey. Barbecue versus salads. That's, That's not a boy, sexist thing. That's boy food versus no, girl me. food. Is that boy versus girl food? I'm joking. I'm I'm being silly. I was gonna say. Yeah, is the barbecue for you, Trisha? I like the barbecue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he likes salads. <laughs> We're all mixed up. <laughs> oh, so wait, when they were talking to this Prince Menvendra, whatever his name is, um, so they the way he spoke about his divorce with his wife. Didn't sound great, but the way they were hearing it, they made it sound so much better than how Caitlin handled Chris. Oh yeah, yeah. I th- I got I got a little turned around there. So he was basically married to like he for only like a little bit over a year. He was like sixteen months married to his wife. He knew when he was twelve years old he was gay. Sixteen months he was married to this woman that was like an arranged marriage. So he met her and they got married. Uh, he said it was a living nightmare. He was so miserable in it. Uh, then he realized he couldn't live in that misery anymore. He told her he was gay. They got a divorce. He didn't come out publicly until she was remarried. So as not to like ruin her, you know, ruin her chances. But she said, as they were breaking up, don't ever do this to another woman again. Don't ruin her life. Oof. And they were like, that's so, I mean, I wish, I wish Caitlin would have handled it like that. Yeah. I get it a little bit, but it's not like this other I mean, guy. he talked about her with some level of respect. But, I it, guess. Mostly, yeah. like, but it mostly was about him and how he was miserable too. And I was yeah. like, and they were just like, oh God, you sound just amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like your standards They're like, so the way low. you fit into the storyline is that you're an amazing guy. And he was like, well, not really. But he didn't even act like he thought he was nice. Like he, you could tell he felt such yeah, guilt about how he I think that's it. it that he felt guilt because you do not I mean not that Caitlin should feel guilt but I, she shouldn't be on this tear to end well, Chris's she fucking reputation she definitely shouldn't say that Chris knew that I always wanted to transition and she, the reason we got a divorce is because she wouldn't accept it because that has just so many implications of yeah. like uh, it's of pushing bigotry. everything yeah, yeah it's, it's pushing everything on her yeah so and then or on, on, on Chris, on Chris yeah, yeah. Chris, yeah. Uh, so then they <laughs> So then Chris meets with this prince and is sort of the same thing. And Oh, they did she the prince did say for a second I, I think when it was like, Oh, how long were you married? Sixteen uh sixteen months. And Chris was like, Oh and I think she asked, did they ask back like, oh, how long were you married for? And she and was like, 20. 25 years. <laughs> 25 yes, years. That and he goes, crazy. oh, that's <laughs> unfortunate. <Yeah. laughs> no, that's a little different, basically. Uh, when, she like, was, the, when she would say how long it was, you're like, fuck. That's crazy. It's crazy. That is, oh, I don't know. Like, I think a less strong woman, that would like, I mean, that's At hard. that moment in, that, in the show, a uh, glimpse into our life, Trish turned to me and goes, if you ever... <laughs> She went, if you ever, after, if, and she was angry at me, and I'm like, wait a minute, what are you, <laughs> Dude, a, I got so mad. she got so mad. <laughs> that you could be a trans. Not that, just leaving me. Oh, okay. Like, just leaving if me and being mean to me ever. after 20. It's more like just, because it is, it's not the transitioning thing. I think like, it, that is like, oh my God, I would, on some level, I hope to think I would be like, oh my God, I feel bad that you've been hiding the secret. But it's the whole like, leaving me in a nasty way, and then like, talking shit about me. 
Like that's the thing that to if me that is the ultimate betrayal. Me, though, if that happened to me, I would I would tell everybody that you've known since the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I remember going. Uh, we were at that um, haunted. What was it? The haunted Queen Mary thing for oh, Halloween. Yes, I remember that. And there was you know a woman singing uh, karaoke or not karaoke, but lip singing. And Eugene was like. Ugh. He was so annoyed by it. And then he realized it was a drag queen and he loved it. So <laughs> I don't oh, yeah, that. that's, I you do love that. drag. I do love drag. You really do love drag, but you were like oh, that lady's lip sync and the, Oh, that's a drag queen. Oh, yeah. like, oh my God. we just had this conversation about how you like in like your childhood photo, there's like a photo of him like fooling around with your childhood friends and like, what? You're saying it weird. <laughs> I am <laughs> fooling around. No, 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 no. Like uh, they were doing like a skit or something yeah. for school and you're dressed like a, I had a tutu on and stuff. Very cute. And I was like in sixth grade. So basically you have known since (laughs) before you slept together, but, um, so let's see. Oh, the only other thing we, I think is so Kendall has Kim over where Kim tells Kendall all about the book. Cause I don't know why none of them have read their, their father's book. That's so weird to me. Oh my God. And Kendall's like, um, this means like, um, this is like this dick size. Oh my God. That weird piece of art about the circumference of someone's ex-boyfriend's yes. penis. That's so and weird. It's art. And she's like, it's cool. Right. And Kim was like, uh huh. Anyway, what was so funny <laughs> oh, about yeah, it? And it was like 20, some neon. Yeah. It was pink neon, but it was like, 22 centimeters. She's like, that's really big, right? And then she like looked at Kim like, oh, he would know when you <laughs> like, she kind of had this look like, I mean, don't you think you would know better than me, right? It was very weird. I was like, what are you trying to Because you know, Kim's dated mostly athletes. So. <laughs> um, Kim knows what big dicks are like. I assume. That's what Kendall was saying. I assume too. Um, yeah, so then it was just very clear that Kendall was aligning herself with the Kardashian. She considers herself a Kardashian. That was like, I was like, finally bitch but also so weird to be like i mean she called she was like how could caitlin talk this way about us the kardashians i was like kendall you know you're not a kardashian she like but i mean it was sort of interesting it is interesting because i feel like so many for season after season lately it's felt like she's like i'm not one of you i'm different even with but like even when they were like younger teens it was like the jenners are like this and the jenners like sports and the jenners are tomboys and it was interesting. Like she was like, you are a daddy's girl. Yeah. And she is. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, but it's like, if someone's fucking with your mom, you should, you know, yeah. Bow up hard, hard out there for kids of divorce. And then we had that scene with, uh, with a mommy, a fake mommy and a baby sheep. That was weird. That was weird. What was it? Chris's house where Kendall goes to kind of like, Kendall goes to sort of be like, I understand where dad's coming from. Also, she should have never said any of that. That's basically the gist of the scene. And then there's a, plate full of watermelons. There's so oh, right. many watermelons. It's like watermelons are apples to those people. <laughs> it's a bowl full of watermelons. It was just, it's just there as decoration though, right? No, they opened one up and ate it in that scene, didn't they? Kendall walked away with one. I, yeah, I remember but that. But those are fresh watermelons. What a waste. How can they eat? They waste so much food on the show. It's a, it's insane. There's always jars and jars and bowls and bowls of fruits and cookies. and that stuff that there's no way unless they And like, then they still order salads? They order stuff from Health Nut every day. Come on. I mean, the only way it could remotely go to good use is if all the crew is like, at the end of the week, take all this stuff home with you guys. I hope so. Or like Steph Shep drives it all down to Skid Row or something. Yeah. I mean, it's- Who? Steph Shep. Kim's assistant. Celebrity oh. assistant. Now the CFO of her- Art of the COO, COO of Kim Kardashian West brand. Wow. She, good job for herself. Anyway, so that's the whole episode. It, we talked a long time about it, but um, 
Um, it always is like we go into these and we're like, nothing happened. And then we're like, but remember this tiny detail that made us fucking freak out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so your, your big takeaway, Eugene, is you don't like hijinks? No, I don't. I like the real stuff. I like the real stuff that happens on it. I guess because I'm, you know, I'm ultimately watching it to follow this family, you know, especially yeah. now, like since I'm so like family motivated, I, I just want to know like, you know, well, and also I relate the most to like Kim and Kanye yeah. whenever they're on. So I'll, I'll, I'll wait to kind of look for moments that they're on that show, but I really don't watch. Did you like the scene where North was looking for leprechauns? That was cute. She was like, I was out there looking for leprechauns. I don't, did I see that? Yeah. I don't know if I did. Maybe you weren't paying attention. Yeah. Typical. Typical. Uh, oh my God. Speaking of Kim and Kanye, just for our listeners, <laughs> Eugene did an ultimate sweet <gasps> thing last Valentine's Day where he unfollowed everyone on Twitter but me because that's what Kim, Kanye does. Aww. He only follows Kim. Yeah. Did and it- it's still true. <gasps> I still only follow Trish. Just be- And it's better for, but then, you know, it's Trish always is like- It's a better timeline. Yeah. Trish is always like, oh, did you see this on Twitter? I'm like, I only follow you. So unless you <laughs> retweeted it, I did not see it. Oh, that's really sweet though. Uh, I said for our listeners in a way that like, because our listeners care about our relationship. No, I like But it. I mean it's like sweet. it is, you're our Kim and Kanye. Say, like if you care, like you might not be like the biggest Kardashian fan, but you do, you're aware, you are, you do aspire to be like Kim and Kanye in some ways. Yeah. Without the mental want, breakdowns and yeah. stuff. But I mean, I don't even think those are mental breakdowns. I think that's just tired long work. Yeah. When people are so, that's like, remember back in like the, the two thousands when like boy band members would go for exhaustion, they'd go to yeah. rehab for exhaustion. Is that what that is? Like they're yeah. really exhausted. Yeah. They need a break. I mean, it's but the also same that's as drugs too, right? Yeah. And, but it's also like, you know, I, I feel like there was a part of it for Kanye. I could see it where it's just like, let me just stop. Yeah. There's just, I understand that like this is a point of my life and my career where I, I need to stay on top. And right, but he didn't stop though. Like he didn't make a choice to stop. Yeah. Like, because even like right after his breakdown, he like met with Trump and then right after that he had a fashion show a few weeks later. So like, you know, like he, he's not choosing to stop. It's someone. Yeah. But I mean, at the same time, it's like, he he's not gonna, he's not gonna burn his bridges. You yeah. Know? I mean, burn like, what he's already created. He yeah. can't, he can't as much as he wants to stop. He can't. Um, so then it's just kind of like pick your battles and then you, you seem crazy, you know? Yeah. And then they gave him a lobotomy. So we'll yeah. have to see what happens. Marcy's got a hot theory that Connie has. In every scene, he's just like <laughs> smiling and staring off in the distance. I mean, I think he just doesn't want to be, I, I think it's one of those things yeah. where it's just like, now, like he has his own camera crew around anyway, but like the fact that every aspect is documented, I think is just even. I think Kim makes him be on the show to show that she's like, I want people to think we're okay, and they yeah. are okay. I believe. I hope so. I was thinking about it like last week's in, he, in last week's episode. We talked about this a little bit, like how he was just kind of like, "Hello, I am here." But like, I was like, maybe it's like, you know, when you go to like your significant other's like work party and you're like, this is his work. Like, I'm just going to nod and smile and like be polite and like try not to be an asshole. <laughs> like maybe yeah. that's what Kanye is like. This is her job. I'm just here to support her. Yeah. I'm not going to like talk a lot. And I will say this, whenever there's been trouble in the past for Kim and anyone else, you can see it from a mile away. Yeah. You're totally right. Like, and I think like you see like she's stressed, but she's like resigned to like work on it. 
and I think that there's a little bit of people assuming because it's a show and because he's a public figure that he's that he's being different on that show. But like, if you think about it, like, you know, I have a different podcast. Mm -hmm. If every time you guys were here for one second, I just in a mic went, Hey, and then left. It would feel like I don't care about this show. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Even though, you know, that, that's not true, but because I, I would, if I came on to do just that little thing, people would be like, he wants to leave. He oh, never wants to be around. That's a really good point. And it's point. like, no, you it's just that. You should do that, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, you guys are all set. <laughs> and then, like, you hear that I'm walking out. Yeah, like, Eugene's helpful and mean. <laughs> yeah, he does not want to be there. He wants nothing to do with this podcast Which is or whatever. true. No, it's not true. You know what I mean? But, like, yeah, all I of a sudden, then, like. Connecting with me. You have this different mentality of me being a part of it. So when you see people like Scott who wants to be in all the scenes, you're like, oh, yeah. that's a totally different that's thing. That's a totally different thing. Yep. Yeah, they're trying to keep him in. Or and or then even you, Chris Humphreys when he used to be on it. Yeah. He, he like was so happy to be on the show. It was, yeah. Monster. I mean, it would just be, it would just feel like, unless you're, you started with the show, it feels like you're. Yeah, it's not your thing. Yeah. I get it. You made your point. I, well, we always love Kanye. We sure, yeah. Marcy like loves. I Kanye. love Kanye. I think he's one of the best minds of our century. Yeah, I mean he's a, he's a genius. He's like a big old genius. Uh, okay, so how 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 has this been forever long? Are we? We have time for an email, right? I want to read this yeah. email. So we have an email that I've made many notes to omit this person's name. So don't let me say the name. <laughs> okay. Hi, ladies. Longtime listener, first time emailer. I was going to try and be fancy and obscure my name, but what the hell? I'll fly, in cl- I'll fly close to the sun on this one. She just means with her email address. So I'm name redacted, and the power of Kardashian compa- compels me to tell a scoop. The names have been changed to protect the innocent. Otherwise, these events have been told as they happened. My bestie sister, let's call her, she wrote a name, and just in case she fucked it up, I'm going to say S. So S is in business business with the Kardashians for an undisclosed project. She told me what it is. I'm not telling you. Ha ha. Um, (laughs) I'll tell Trish and Eugene after. Okay, so this person S went to Casa Chris for a meeting and said they were, get this, absolute angels. She met with Chris and Kim, what? And said they could not be more gracious or professional. North was there too and sat on S's lap. That is unreal. North proceeded to twirl S's curls and exclaim, we have the same hair. North Aww. is the best. Two other notables. All of the family nudes are in Chris's kitchen, which we thought <laughs> was a strange choice, but maybe helps them diet. I wouldn't really want to eat a salad or Armenian bread if my own airbrushed ass was looking at me. A pretty savage and effective move, if that was in fact the purpose. Second, and my personal favorite, S used the restroom at the house, and in there was a sign that said, if the toilet overflows, call Chris at blank, and put her actual cell phone number. On the sign, not a maid, not an assistant, Chris's personal number. I mean, can you be more hands-on than that? Chris is a hero and a treasure. I want to move to whatever country thawed out her ovarian eggs. Ovarian eggs is so funny. So eggs. funny. Start to rule. Uh, love y'all so much. Seriously, look forward to your banter, thoughts, and real-time lovely lady every week. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. XO, name redacted. Great email. That was a great love email. Toad. 
<laughs> Toad. That was Trisha's ex-boyfriend, yeah. Toad. The bathroom uh, phone number thing. I mean, that's great. That's great juice. Yeah, that she puts like she's like, oh, if you're gonna shit uh, in my toilet, yeah, it's because there's because there's a film crew and stuff there. Yeah, got it. I'm like. Isn't it weird that there's like a sign in the bathroom? Like we wouldn't put a sign in our home bathroom. I mean, if I you had a that big enough weird. house though. I feel like she probably just has people in and out all the time. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. Every ex-boyfriend of any of her daughters. Constantly. <laughs> no matter how long ago they broke up, they're in her house. Yeah. But if it's family people, like if it's a crew, then yeah, that you would call her directly. Yeah. But if it's family people, you just don't talk about that. You just. You well, she doesn't want, she wants people to know <laughs> if they break her toilet. Yeah. I think she set a precedent of like, Hey, this toilet does overflow. Yeah. If you happen to do it, it's not a big deal. Call Still, me. It's I, funny. Yeah. Uh, well, that's it for this week. Eugene, thank you so much for joining us. Sure. Thank you so much. Do you want to plug no. anything? Not, you don't want to plug dumbbells? No, sure. you don't care. Dumbbells. You can find it on iTunes. It's me and Ryan Stanger who doesn't believe that uh, Chloe has a real human butt. <laughs> yeah, if you want to get an into the, their podcast, I would listen to Marcy's episode. Cause oh, it's, it's so good. It's, it's so great. Oh, it was so fun. Uh, I, honestly, Ryan says a lot of salacious things all the time. <laughs> He's constantly. Yeah. Yeah, you really have to ground him. He's great. He's, He's one of the my best, but he people. says some pretty hardcore sexual stuff. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> He's so funny. Funny uh, guy. Um, but yeah, the the they, dumbbells and... Um, in, in their podcast, they play your personal trainer for the hour. Uh-huh. And uh, we try to help with as many tips as we can to, uh, you know, keep people healthy. We've never thought of having naked pictures in the kitchen for people. It's a uh, good tip, though, huh? You, I mean... In their prime, people in their prime, I yeah. think you need to just be happy for where you are and where you're going then. I love that. But maybe it's like, past. you know, your good 9-11. Never forget, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, but you're also... So we should put pictures of the Twin Towers. Yes. <laughs> but you've also experienced a lot more since that time. Yeah. And you need to be, you know, focused on what you can do next rather than what, you know, yeah. what you did. That's a good point. Always be looking forward. Oh, uh-huh. wait, didn't someone say that in this episode? Am I on crack? What is uh, that from? Uh, it is a, a piece of oh, art. Oh, that's from The Bachelorette last night. I'm sorry. Oh, well, did you say a piece of art? <laughs> it, no, but, uh, wait, Chris has a piece of art that says, where we are is right here. Ooh, that's It's good. something like that. I've been watching season 10, guys. All right, <laughs> so we release new episodes every Wednesday. Please subscribe on iTunes. Rate us, review us. If you have a review on iTunes, we might read it. I don't know. We haven't done that in a while, but we might if it's great. Uh, we are reading emails, so please email us any corrections, comments, Kardashian run-ins. We love them. We live for them. Check out our Twitter and Instagram. We're all, we got Jess. Jess, she posts some great pics on there. We're going to post those watermelon pics, too. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening to Cardition It. Bye. Bye.